A I N M E N U Main Menu Main Menu Main Menu Greetings everyone and welcome to Main Menu for the 17th of June 2016. I am your co-host Jason Castanguay. On this week's show, we have guest Chad Blanco here to speak with us regarding cutting the cord. He will tell us of a very interesting way to watch over-the-air TV using the Apple TV fourth generation, among other things. Next, we have a roundtable discussion with all of the main menu team, and we talk about Apple's recent WWDC event and the merger of AI Squared and Freedom Scientific. Before we begin, here's a brief message from ACB Radio. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Main Menu, everyone. I am your co-host, Jason Castingway, and with me is co-host Randy Rusnak. How do you do, everyone? And today we are speaking with guest Chad Blanco, and he is going to talk to us about cord cutting, among other things. Hello, Chad. Hello. Thank you for having me on. Oh, it's a pleasure. It sure is. Now, there seems to be a trend, Chad, of people leaving cable and going with other services. And I'm thinking that is probably what you're thinking, or at least you have done that. Is that correct? Yes, you are correct on both counts. I have been what you would call a cord cutter for the last three years. And it's been quite interesting, to say the least. Could you give us a few examples? Okay, I'll just explain what cord cutting is first. Sure. As you, as you said, the reason why they call it cord cutting is because with cable, you call up these people, hey, I want cable. I want to watch history. I want to watch HBO. I want to watch this, 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 and this. And fine, the millennials, I hate using that term, they, they go, why would I want this? Why would I want cable? I have Netflix, plus cable is expensive. You pay 10 bucks extra for your modem, another 10 for your cable box, and then 100 bucks or so for over a thousand channels, which you only need to watch maybe about several. So mm-hmm. it's pretty useless. <laughs> no offense to the cable companies. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, since we have had Netflix, in fact, that's the biggest uh, player in this Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, uh, now HBO Now. Basically, it's trying to minimize the cost and just only pay for internet and have all your entertainment when you want it, how you want it, and however it works. Yep. Now, do you find yourself missing cable at any point, or had you ever? (laughs) No. Okay. And some of this cord cutting even can include the phones. I know a lot of people are getting rid of their landlines because, hey, I got my cell phone, it goes with me wherever I go, and that's all I need. Yes, that's actually a really good point. Thank you. People are getting rid of their landlines. In fact, none of us in my house actually have a house phone, as we, as we would call it back in the old days. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, no, uh, no, no pointing fingers now. Now, <laughs> I, I do have a question, mm-hmm. and this kind of goes back to the phone. Now, a lot of us here have iPhones that are listening. A lot of us have Android phones. Mm-hmm. What about some of the touchscreen things? Now, you said you have no desire to go back to your landline phone and you use a I'm assuming you're using an iPhone I don't know if you're using Android or not but you're using a wireless phone you yeah. know 
yeah. cell phone. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> now, how do you get around the issue of going through so many menu options if you have if you don't have a landline phone to go back to when you have to press one for this? Because our menus have changed, and we got press one, press three, press two. How do you get around <laughs> please that li- issue? Please list, continue to listen because our menu options have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I just deal with it. Like I kind of know. Thanks to what VoiceOver does, and I, I'm, a, um, I am using for clarification. I am using an iPhone 6s Plus, so, and that's become a whole computer in itself. But that's neither here or there. So whenever it says press one for a thing, or press two for another thing, or press one for this thing, or whatever, I usually reach my fingers over and kind of find it because it gives you enough time as the thing is jabbering on at you. It gives you enough time to locate the the keypad. And since whenever you take the phone away from your face, the keypad is automatically shown for voiceover users and it's automatically put on speaker, it doesn't really matter to me. It just works. You do it the same way that I am, and this was just for the listening audience. I find uh, the same the same actions, so I, I pull it away from my face as well. And sometimes I wear headphones, but not too often. But yeah, yeah I usually don't have yeah. trouble either. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, thanks for letting everybody know. Oh, no problem. Yeah, sometimes you use the headphones. I mean, it's nice because you don't have to take anything away, and you can just interrupt the thing. But, uh, but yeah, the, I do it the same way. The only, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The the only um, the only problem with the headphones is if you want, because when you take away it from your face, it automatically shows the keypad up, so you don't have to worry about tapping the keypad button. Mm-hmm. But if you're wearing headphones, that's a whole different story because you have to. Unless it automatically shows the keypad, which I don't think it does, you have to tap the keypad and say, hey, this is what I want. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. You first contacted me on Vorail and told me about this app you found on the uh, Apple TV fourth generation. And that's what kind of got this whole conversation going. And I wondered if you could tell people about that app and, and what it does. Yes, I would love to. Um, it's called Channels Live TV. It's $25, so you are going to spend a bit of money. Actually, if you get this entire thing set up, basically you're going to spend a one cable bill. That's what I'm referring to. And that's just a one-time? That's just a one-time thing. Yes, yes, it is. You, you only have to spend one time, and then maybe another time to kill your cable contract. <laughs> <laughs> but um, So what this thing does is it, is it allows you, with some help from another piece of hardware that's located in your house, to access local over-the-air channels with with your Apple TV. And with some help, I've actually I've spoken to the main developers of this app, and I've told them, okay, this works great. Here's the problem I'm having, though. And so in the recent, uh, at least, oh, I would say a couple months, they've really fixed their accessibility. They really want to work with everybody. I mean, they're the only app so far that I know of that allows you to access the secondary audio program on your Apple, from your Apple TV. Wow. So you get, uh, you get, you get Espanol if you need it, uh, and you get the uh, audio description if you need that too. So the only problem is, the only problem is so far, as soon as you change back the station, it'll switch back the audio track so it doesn't save it, which I don't mind because mm-hmm. sometimes you may need that. So this has a little bit of a hardware requirement. Um, you need to buy what they call an HD home run. I recommend the HD Home Run Connect because that's the, I would say, baseline. That's a starting point. And it's a two-tuner device. It's a TV tuner that plugs it straight into your modem. Then you grab an antenna. I recommend the uh, Mohu Leaf 
M-O-H-U-L-E-A-F, I think. And that's about 80 bucks. And uh, the good thing about that antenna is it's flat. So you can just put it up on your wall and forget it. So basically all this comes up to 25, 80, and then another 80. So, woohoo, that's a, that's a lot of money right there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If you can find them used, it's fine. But you know how used products go. Your mileage may vary. Mm-hmm. So I contacted Jason, told him about the, I actually gave him a, if I can say this, I gave him a brief demo of how the app works. And I would like to give you guys a demo here. Oh, we'd love sure. it. Yeah. Sounds great. All right. So my Apple TV is awake, but I need to, there it goes. Can you hear it okay? Or do I need yeah. To and could, could you slow down the speech for the listening audience? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll go, I'll go to the default right. Hang on. Is that better? Sure. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm, I have everything grouped into folders. Most of my apps are in entertainment, so. Opening entertainment folder. Entertainment. Netflix. Row one. Column one. <laughs> so, you know, Netflix is there. Yep. So, what, I need, what we need to do is go to channels. Sleep channel. And I'll... I'll so, I'm going to open it up. Channel. Loading. Favorites. Tab. One of three. So, there's a favorites tab. This is actually kind of cool where you can actually mark uh, certain channels as favorites. So your network channels and all that. So you may think, why would I want a digital antenna? It only gives me the network channels. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, digital TV now, since it has more, since it's on digital, so it has different carrier waves or different uh, sub channels. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of retro TV. So there's me, uh, Memor Entertainment or Me TV. There's Decades. There's RetroNet. There's uh, even QVC. So for NHSN, so those people who want to watch. Oh, I don't have that here. Too bad. Uh, no. I do have um, Cozy TV and um, what's the other one? Um, Antenna TV, which are the two retro uh, channels. Those are cool. I've actually, they have Sabrina on on Saturdays. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, um, so are you actually saying that through the use of your antenna and these are broadcast through the sub-channels, of your local TV networks, is that true? Yes. So, for example, uh, let's let's look at my favorites because I have several here. Uh, there's Fox Channel Four Point One Fox Four News at noon. Okay, so that's my that's my Fox affiliate, and I told you I told you the name of the channel, which was Fox, and it said Channel Four Point One. That's the actual digital number. That's the channel. You notice it said Four Point One instead of Four, because that's this one doesn't have a second carrier, but I'll show you, I'll show you another one that does. Um, the uh, Fox, the Fox affiliate, it tells me what is on TV. So right now it's my local news, and I won't play that right now. So there's the, uh, let's see, let's go to the right a bit. NBC, Channel 5.1, Days of Our Lives. Okay, for those wow. of you who watch Days of Our Lives, it tells you. Now that's you, pretty cool. Yeah, it tells, you the, it tells you the channel name, it tells you the number, and it tells you what's on TV. That's now, so cool. Now, you mentioned Cozy, right? Yep. If I flick right one more time, please, uh, first of all, pay attention to what it's saying next. C-O-Z-I-T-V, <laughs> channel 5.2, Charlie's Angel. <laughs> yep. Oh, wow. my God. Yeah. And so, let's just click on that, shall we? Sure. Sure. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna press down on my Apple TV's uh, Siri remote trackpad. Click. Charlie's Angel. Consenting adults in 37 minutes. Hard to hard. So it tells you. See, you hear it playing now. Yep. You know, if I flick down. It does. And flick up. So I can literally. Hang on. Let me just. Okay, so I can flick left and go to my audio settings. There's only one track there, though. So language. Selected audio language English one of one. So since there's no Spanish feed, there is no there is no need to switch to that language. But if I flick left, for those of you with some vision, and for those who need uh, closed captioning, closed caption on one of two selected ah two of two. So you can have closed captions as well as audio description. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna. You, okay, but I didn't touch up on. I just wanted to see if you guys uh, noticed. Notice that I told you what was on the plot, the plot if it had one, mm-hmm. and what's coming up next in the plot. Oh, well, I would say it's at 36 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it tells you what's coming up next if it has the relevant information. If it doesn't, it won't. Okay. So let me just go. Uh, and if you're wondering, how are you getting all these channels? I'll, I'll show you. Uh, I kind of gave you a brief rundown on how that works, but I didn't give you how it actually will work. So when you first set up this thing, you have to go to, you can either do it two ways, which I prefer the um, myhdhomerun.com. When you plug that in, it actually brings up a website of what, what your HD home run is. You may have to upgrade the latest firmware, though. Mm-hmm. With, the, with the channels app, you're able to do that with voiceover without having to touch anything else. So then we go to favorites, but it says there's three. There's, those are my favorites, but I have, and I'm not going through that because there's a whole bunch of channels that I don't want. Mm-hmm. And then there's settings. There's settings. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go into that. Selected tuners. HD home run connect. Swipe right to manage. One of one. Now it said that for for voiceover users, swipe right to manage because if you swipe, if you flick right, manage, scan for channels, found seventy nine channels. I love it. Two or four. Wow. Did you hear how many channels are? Found? Oh yeah, seventy nine. Is that what it said? Yes. On a good day, I can get at least ninety. Wow. We don't have yeah. quite that many here, but then again, I don't have the home run and that antenna you have, so maybe that would make a difference. Yeah, I think it would actually. I so, see. I see. Um, Jason's wallet starting to creak open. I see yours, yours too. too. <laughs> <laughs> it is a he- like I said, it's a hefty price to pay, but it, you pay well. Yes. So, what happens is, oh, I didn't tell you the best part. Sorry, hang on. Do I'm missing. There's things. more. <laughs> but wait, there's more. So I can actually pause a live TV station. So, for those of you who watch your football on local TV or wherever. And keep in mind, for all you international listeners, this stuff applies to you too because it does. it, it is sold internationally in the TVOS app store and it's also and the, the antennas and HD Home Run are available in the UK and Australia as well. So don't just think that we're limited to the US here. We're limited nowhere. Unless to those countries that don't sell it. Anyway, so say I'm watching a video, right? And I miss something 
Well, as the thing is as the thing is playing, it's also it's also buffering some stuff. Mm-hmm. You can flip right, you can flick right, and go back thirty seconds to see what you missed. I remember once I was eating dinner and I didn't want to miss an episode of a TV show, of a TV show. So what I did is I started to pause it as I was getting ready to eat dinner. And so that thing buffers for that thing buffered for like maybe 20 30 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. I was able to watch the entire episode with audio description for that 30 minutes when I got back onto the TV. Wow. And I say with audio description because even if you don't have it selected, it'll still buffer that audio description track too. You just oh. wouldn't see it. Mm-hmm. That's called personal video recorder. So you can pause live TV up to 90 minutes because it's actually saving straight to the straight to the TVOS uh, flash drive. And then it uh, works, and then you can watch it. So it has a built-in flash. Well, the uh, not not the the Apple TV does. The RAM, right, it's, right, yeah, because right. yep. it has 32 gigs. Yes, that's something there. So 32 or 64 gigs. Um, mm-hmm. So that's you know it'll tell you voiceover will tell you how many channels it's found as it's progressing. I'm not going to do that now because it'll take forever. Sure. With the speed with the speed I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> but. You get the idea. You get a program guide. The only thing you can see is what's coming up next. Like, if you click down. I think they're trying to work on that, or people haven't really talked to them about it. Mm-hmm. You can mark... When you mark a show as a favorite... Let me start. Channel. Fox. Channel 4.1. HD. It's favorite. So it'll tell you, but... 16. See, I have 16 H... I, hang on. Let's see my... Scan for channel. Found 79 channel. Two or four. Okay, yes. There are HD channels. I have 16 HD channels, and it actually tells me how many I have. So there we go. So, And you notice it said Marcus favorite. Yes. So that it'll tell you. We had to work with that one. But it worked. Now, I'm, I'm curious, Chad. How did you find out about this system? Because I... Never feel, heard of it? Well, I feel... Uh, yeah, but I'm going to pre- preface by saying uh, I usually really think... <laughs> I have kept up with technology and and did a pretty darn good job, but I have not heard about this at all. How how do you figure? Uh, well, not okay. Well, I don't want to leave myself open here. I was going to say, how do you figure that happened? But how did you find out about it? And and uh, I mean, this is just cool. It was it was random random coincidence actually. I was browsing the TVOS App Store a couple of months, like around November or so, and I'm like, channels live TV, huh? So I clicked on it. And it was back at the time I paid actually four fifteen dollars because it was for sale. Mm. I didn't pay it at that point because I'm like, oh man, I can't really do anything with this right now. But I'll look into it. So the description told me that it was it, it allows me to access cable or live TV from your Apple TV because my antenna is in my living room. It's nowhere near me right now. Mm. So it allows me to access it over my network. And uh, I just found it out. And I'm like. Huh, interesting. So I bought it because I told some other people about this, and they were like, oh, cool. So they tried it out, and they said it works. And I'm like, okay. And they said we just up- they just updated it because it's a giant accessibility update. And I'm like, okay. So there was. You were able to access audio description and closed captioning. Who doesn't want to access those? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how that happened. And then I contacted the guys, and I said, hey, you guys are doing awesome. Um, however... Here are some problems I'm facing. So they said, okay, email us and we'll talk about it. And I'm like, okay. 
So I emailed them. I said, I can't access this. This is not reading right. And this is not reading right. Here's how it should read. And about about maybe three incremental updates later, they got it totally working. This is really cool. Um, one question I have for you now is we have probably four TVs in our home right now. And they're all broken down, old junky TVs. <laughs> uh, and we know we've, we've got to upgrade TVs uh, at some point. This we know. We have still our running cable. Cable. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> still running cable with uh, CRTs. And um, so when we upgrade to different TVs and TVs, ladies and gentlemen, are not that expensive anymore. You can get you know a pretty nice TV for 130, 40 bucks. Um, I paid one nineteen for mine, but then again, mine is small. So yeah, I was just going to say, uh, depending on screen inches, and I'm not sure what size your screen is. And it for us, it doesn't matter, but for some of our family members, it does. But my question is, is it one setup for one TV? Is that correct? For now, it is. But say I'm wanting to watch something in my living room if I have the same channel, and I want to, and someone else wants to watch uh, something else, you know, another thing. It's a dual tuner machine. The little HD home run box. And uh, Randy, I must say, this thing is really tiny. The only thing it has on it from left to right is power cord, Ethernet, and then uh, coaxial thread for, mm -hmm. the, for the cable. That's it. Mm -hmm. You just set it and forget it, basically. Because you, so, you can maintain all the maintenance from your Apple TV if it actually really needs it. Okay. So only two TVs can tune in at once. But you can buy another one that allows you to use three. Wow. So, yeah, and not everyone's going to be watching the same thing all at once, right? Right, so you can tune into separate items, is that correct? Exactly, you can tune but into then, separate. Sorry, the, then do they need separate? Uh, antennas? Rather, well, yep, antennas slash Apple TVs or or. Yeah, or you'll, need, you'll need several Apple TVs for it. As for an antenna, no, you just need that one antenna. I'm 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 loving this. <laughs> so you actually, you know, when it when it comes right down to it, you are actually building up your own TV network per se. You're actually uh, kind of a bad choice of words, but I guess it's true. You're actually cobbling together, for lack of a better word, your own TV viewing experience. Yes, and like like I said, you can. It's totally accessible. You can watch TV. You can see what's on. You can pause, rewind, fast forward. You, you can be the couch potato that all your Saturday friends, you know, click, 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 click. Nothing on, nothing on, nothing on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Click on that and then just watch it. And fully accessible, fully voiceover accessible. You know what you're that you're landing on. Exactly. You, nice. You're not going. You're not. You're not memorizing channel. Well, you are memorizing channel numbers for people who don't need it. But I must say, given. In the fact, where I live right now, I live in the city. So right now, that's I'm, that's good for me for cable for antenna reception. You're, what state, are, what state huh? are you in? What state? What state are you in? I'm in the good old state of Texas, the okay. Lone Star State. So I live in Dallas. Right. So you know how popular that is. Mm -hmm. I'm about twenty something. I'm about twenty or so miles away from the nearest broadcast tower. And so my advice to you, when you when you buy an antenna, do your research first. Do things like go to antennaweb.com or tvfool.com and type in your address. It'll tell you your closest antennas, mm -hmm. antenna, antenna towers. Okay. And then, this really, this really works, place the antenna 
close. Well, Jason, you already know about this. PlayStation 10 as high as it can go, and then connect it down to the thing. Um, another another thing as well. Outdoor works best, but indoor is good too for those people who don't who have rain problems. Mine's an indoor antenna. Plus, if it comes with amplification, don't use it yet. If you use it, use it when you know you don't get as many channels as you think you should, because you can over amplify. You, mm-hmm. you and that it's not pretty. Yeah, I would imagine not. <laughs> um, and there's another uh, thing I wanted to show you guys too. Yes. I already sure. I remember you mentioning it, and I was just about to bring it up too, but I wanted to make sure we covered this one. So go ahead. Uh, you covered it mostly. So, as we were saying earlier, I have, there's another service I just recently started playing with. It's called Sling TV, and you may recognize that name, Sling, from Slingbox. Slingbox. Yes. But it's not the same. Um, I did do a lot of history. I did do a lot of research, and Sling TV came out in 2015, or around February. Oh. So that's. And what it is is say you're is say I cut the cord like I said I have no cable well I have no cable in my room everyone else has cable but I don't I don't care because I have what I want okay so Sling TV actually unlike Netflix unlike Hulu unlike well maybe YouTube if you're lucky you can uh, Sling TV is actually a live streaming live TV streaming service so you can watch History Food Network Travel Channel. For all you people with grandkids or people with kids, you can have your Disney Junior, your Nick Junior, your Nick Tunes, your T Nick. Which honestly, I watch that because it has '90s Nick at night. <laughs> so you can get those, and you, okay, you're expecting what is the price? Twenty five dollars a month, no contract, no tax. Well, tax maybe local tax, but. No contract. You can cancel whenever you want, and you can come back whenever you want. Now you say live. Does that mean HSN, QVC, and all that kind of stuff? Uh, no, they don't carry those yet. Okay. But like I said, with the antenna, you don't really need that. Of course. Yep. And also, they uh, actually have those apps in the TVOS app store, and they're free. which yeah, they are free, and you can actually watch them without cable subscription. So. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Randy, you just need to get one. <laughs> I knew of that. I wanted to get. A, some sort of a TV device. And you notice how careful I am here because I have to be. <laughs> you kind of have to be because, you know, now Apple TV isn't the main one anymore. Thank you, Amazon. Thanks, yeah, Mark. Well, sure. I, as soon as I heard this, as soon as I heard that this was available, I, I looked at it and it wasn't accessible. Big surprise, right? Mm. Now, this was a year ago. And I would say we had a good year. Good, a good year in six months now. So, that's fine. I did send an email off early this morning. I do mean early because I night owl, you know me. And uh, I said, hey, this thing works great with voiceover on Apple TV, but we need a bit more improvement. I didn't say it exactly like that. I kind of praised them a little, a little bit because I was geeking out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it works. So, you can get access to all these channels. 25 bucks a month. 20, 20 bucks. I say 25 because that's how much I'll be paying because I have an extra package. And... It's no contract. Uh, like I said, you can cancel any time. It's basically time. Yeah. yeah, and you can come back. And what's the extra package? Uh, Kids Plus because okay. I, um, it has all the channels I want. So I'm assuming with Kids Plus, you can also get a package like Adult. I uh, there's HBO, so yeah, you can get HBO. You can get. Oh, Cinemax. you can! Oh my yeah. gosh! 
You can get wow. HBO Cinemax. You can get uh, not Showtime or Stars yet, but Showtime has its own app and it's like ten bucks. So how does that all hook in? Is it, it's an app that hooks into your um, Apple TV? Yeah, just an app. You just download the app. And oh, it, it just it just recently came out Monday. So as soon as the as soon as WWDC was over, I went and downloaded it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm like I can afford this. Click, 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 done. And so I downloaded. It and I was browsing. I'm like, wait, this thing works. I was open mouse for a while. I'm like, wait, how do I know? So right now, you, it'll tell you what's on the TV, but it won't tell you what channel it is. Like unlike channels, so you would have to hit the click on it and listen to. It'll tell you the channel after it's telling you how long it is and, and uh, what the plot is. It'll tell you its history. It'll tell you its travel channel. It'll tell you its food network. And they kind of randomize the order. I think they go in like alphabetical order or something like that because mm-hmm. it looks weird. Oh, oh, CNN too. Sorry, you can get CNN. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, can you add it to your? Can you add your favorite channels to a favorites list so they're easy to get to? They recently just started that, and yes, but you, it's not accessible yet. Okay. So uh, I jump on the bandwagon a little early. So I hope to work with them or have people helping me work with them to get it working about as good because this is honestly the only time that this is available everywhere because this is internet based. Doesn't matter where you are. You know, you can be in California, you can be in Texas, you can be where Randy is or where where you are, Jason, and it'll still work. No, the problem is that we're all tied into bundles. Like, well, you know, um, you get penalized. <clears throat> yeah, how did you how did you break that barrier? You're penalized for removing your phone and your. They they targeted people who don't own cable. That's that's who they're targeting. Because I don't own any cable. The cable that we have in this house, the internet that we have in this house is not mine. It's my father's. Oh, okay. So I don't have cable hooked up in my room. I have it threaded through my room so he can actually access it. Mm-hmm. But I don't have it hooked up in my room. Yeah. I'm the only guy with antennas. So you're, you're fortunate. Uh, right now, I'm on a plan where I can't get standalone internet. I have to, do, I have to bundle it if I want to have it cheaper. Okay. Is your modem provided by the, by the ISP? Right now it is, yeah. Mine's uh, not. Oh, no, actually, so wait a minute. Sorry, mine is too. Yeah. So, so okay. So you can kill those. You can you can you can get rid of those by your own by your own router, and and that'll save you a bit more money. Mm-hmm. You can once your contract is up, get rid of that, and just keep the internet. And yes, it may be a little more than what you're paying right now, but you're saving a lot more money if you get rid of those boxes. Mm-hmm. So in the long run, you have to spend more to get more eventually. You have to spend more in one shot to get to get right. what you want. But that's it. Okay. Everything else from that point on is cheap. Like gotcha. I only I pay for Netflix and I pay for Sling now, so that's easy for me because that's done. Okay. I also pay for HBO now because unfortunately I would pay for HBO on Sling TV, but they don't get me access to the HBO Go. So I'm like, okay, this is pointless. So I'll keep sling. I'll keep it the way I have it now. Mm-hmm. But um, there are additional bundles that you can get. Uh, what they call Comedy Plus, which gives you these are five to these are five to fifteen dollars a month, adding on to your twenty dollar base. Okay. So I pay twenty five right now. If I added Comedy Plus, I pay thirty, or about, I would say about thirty. So that's how that works. Now, with the, with the movies that are out there, um, and I'm assuming this is the same way, they have no descriptive video. This You're just relying on your own ears for, for audio, right? 
Yeah, unfortunately, right now they don't have access to the secondary audio program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I hope that'll change because accessibility, like like we've noticed in the last not even six years, yep. accessibility has become giant. Like you know, take a look at the Apple TV. Take a look at the the Fire. Hey Roku, get your crap together. I know. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know that's the that's how it works. So you know that's like twenty bucks a month that you pay for those, and you pay for so basically you would pay. Netflix. I paid the top price because I have more people who who use my account than, 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 than that. And then I pay for HBO and I pay for this. I used to pay for Hulu. I recently canceled it because I don't really need it anymore. So you have people that have Apple TVs in your home as well, right? Yeah, I have an old Apple TV that's in my living room that was mine. I just gave it to the family. Look, okay. I don't need this. I have the old one. Yeah. Okay. Now that I have the new one, it's like, oh, I wish all the other older Apple TVs could yeah. just do this. <laughs> no, yeah, I do, but it, I wish, it, like I said, the new Apple TV comes up, this one will be migrating over to the living room. Yep. That's how it works. I hand it down to my family. Wow, you sure have given us a lot to ponder and think about, and it's, uh, it's amazing stuff. Yeah. I, like I said earlier, I do research, and I don't know very many blind people who have cut the cord and have done it as successfully as I have. Thanks to iTunes and Netflix, we get audio description. Come on. like Now, I was just going to ask one thing. So you said you do have an indoor antenna. You said you could also put one outside if you wished to? Okay. Yes, you could. Um, you remember back in the old days uh, when they had those antennas hanging off the roof of people's houses? Oh, yeah. Of course I yeah, do. Yeah, and <laughs> all you had to do was just string the cable through the lining, and then that's how that would work. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I use an indoor one because that was the cheapest I can get. Well, no. I actually had cheaper, but... <laughs> That was the best I could get for indoor, and plus it's a really good antenna. Now, do you think so, there'd be any difference between an indoor and an outdoor antenna in your situation? No, because there are a lot of trees nearby. <laughs> but mostly, it would like like I said, the higher the the higher the antenna, the better the reception. Yeah. Like I got it as high as it can go right now because I'm in a two story apartment and I'm in, I'm on the bottom floor. Yeah. So that's how that works. It sounds like yours is working really well for you. Oh yeah. I mean, I get to watch local news. I get to watch. I'm not a sports fan, but I get to watch network TV. That was even before Sling TV, because Sling TV doesn't allow you to get network TV, at least right. not everywhere yet. Mm-hmm. So there's still a fledgling service, and from what I can gather, from what I like, I love it because it allows me, with no you know help, to watch cable channels without having a cable box. like. You know how hard it is to hook a cable to CRTs or to any TV. It's oh, yeah. annoying. Yeah. With the, with this, I just need to go plug, plug, done, plug. You know. Yep. Now, how did you find out you could get all these sub channels through your channels? I mean, I knew they existed, but how did you know like you could get cozy and all these retro things and QVC and HSN and blah 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 blah, blah right on down the line? How did you know that? Uh, I actually didn't for a while. I thought we were going to get this just basic network, but I listened to some podcasts. Um, some very famous uh, mainstream podcasts about it and I listened and I went huh this is fun and you know for those of you who have low vision I think it'll be easier because the cables uh, version of HD is compressed because it has to fit through the wire right Mm -hmm. this one is pure because it's getting through the antenna through the wire Mm -hmm. so that's a little clearer than my dad's like Oh, man, it looks so good. Look at this. I'm like, I can't, but okay. <laughs> but the sound is better, too, so it's, it's yeah, still compressed. Yeah, I that, because my parents have the cable, and it just doesn't sound the same. No, it doesn't. It's weird. 
But yeah, so my Apple TV has become my cable box, basically. Yeah. Like, that's what I turned it into. And Randy, uh, another way you could know all the channels you get is those those websites that Chad gave out earlier. They Antenna would, Web and yeah. TV Fool. Yeah. TV Fool. What's, they, no, explain the last one again. TV Fool is funny because it's it's um, it, you just type in your address and it goes okay. Here's all the channels you have available in your area. And that's TV Fool, correct? Yeah, yeah. TVFool.com. <laughs> yeah. I just want to make sure I have that correct. And and antennaweb.org or .net or whatever it is, you just Google it, and it's from the FCC. Okay. Okay. And um, yeah, we didn't we didn't know what we'd get until we hooked up the antenna and told the TV to scan for all the channels. And of course, that wasn't accessible, but we were surprised at all yeah. the sub channels and all the things it picked up. We were like, "Oh, cool!" Unfortunately, I can't get Dragon. I can't get uh, the Retro Network because I'm almost almost all the way out of the, out of its signal range, oh. which is bad because it has. <sighs> it has Dragnet, it has like Doctor Who, and I'm like, oh man, I can't watch it. Oh. Mm. And you know it doesn't work when you can hear the little, when you hear, the problem with uh, digital TV, uh, digital you know, terrestrial television, is the fact that it doesn't, if you lose the signal, it's gone for a while. Yeah, It's it's digital cliff, that's what they call it, digital, you're jumping off the digital cliff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't like where you can hear static. <laughs> you lose it, you lose it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, because I remember I, sometimes I get a little static on the analog channels, but I could still hear it enough. Hear it. To, yeah, hear it enough to listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But oh. that's it. That's basically in the cord cutting in a nutshell. You know, pay for Netflix because that has audio description. Pay for Sling TV because that has all your higher channels like HGTV, Food Network, CNN. I'm, I'm really thinking that a lot of sighted people will be really interested in this podcast. The reason why I came on here is because there's not a lot of information about this from from a blind person's perspective. Yeah. There is a lot of information for sighted people. Okay. They already know about all this. It's just that we kind of take a while to get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a double entendre <laughs> there. Yeah, we just yeah. take a little bit longer to get it. Yeah. 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 But you know, if you want your Game of Thrones, you 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 pay for HBO now. If you want your Daredevil, which is awesome. Um, you pay for Netflix and audio described movies as well. If you want your audio described movies, you pay for you buy them on iTunes. In fact, I the what I liked and I don't. If you buy stuff on iTunes, I have over a hundred movies. Uh, don't ask. Um, and they're all nostalgic or nerdy in some way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you buy all your when you buy all your movies, you and they have audio description, you don't have to buy them again. Now, is there a way to watch movies uh, directly through Apple TV without paying? Uh, uh, you mean your purchased ones, or just watching them directly? Just watching them directly. Like yo, uh, you can buy, you can download an app called Plex and run a server off of a computer. You can and organize it that way. There's a, there's some information on how to do it. Mm-hmm. But there's one, and then there's VLC for TVOS, which is pretty cool. And then um, as for yeah, for free options, obviously there's Netflix, and you can watch those. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, there's also YouTube, but do you really want to go that route? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it takes long to sift through that stuff. And I hadn't actually thought of it, but do they have um, an Amazon app for the Apple no. TV? No. Okay. Because they Amazon have it for iPhone, but I guess it's because they want the full Amazon experience on that includes purchasing and downloading movies. Let's go over the pricing, shall we? Uh, the TV antenna I use is called the Mohu Leap, and it's the most popular of the TV antennas. It 
feels like paper. They're, okay, do you remember, uh, Randy, you may remember these. Remember these, like, uh, sheets? Why of, do you like, always ask mesh? me this old stuff? <laughs> Why? Because you've been around more and you remember this stuff, maybe. But you remember, well, Jason, too, fine. You remember those uh, sheets of, like, metal paper that you can put on and put, like, have a tactile overlay over it? Oh, like the, the it was almost like a heavy tin? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like that, except it's thinner, and oh. it feels more like uh, glossy paper. So it's that thin, but it gets that many channels. Wow. Is it large? I mean, it's, you have to spread no. it out? No. It's like a sheet of paper. Oh, it's, that's it. Wow. Oh. Yeah. With a little coaxial uh, thing at the bottom. And it comes with uh, thumbtacks and, excuse me, and Velcro, so you can do the... Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And that's about 80 bucks. The uh, device itself, if you don't get it used, is about $99. And you can find them at Fry's or Amazon. I, Amazon has them all. So, and then, then except for the Apple TV. <laughs> the <laughs> Apple yeah. TV you buy either at your local Walmart or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Amazon, you know, the, the Channels app is another 40 uh, No, Channels app is $25. So... And then Sling TV is another $20. You can get a seven-day free trial. Or if you want it cheap, uh, you can buy an Apple TV from Sling TV for $89. Okay. If, you pay, if you pay three months in advance for Sling TV. Okay. But, hey, that's $150 reduced to $89. Uh, you yeah. better wow. – yeah. And um, if you don't want any of that, if, you, if you're one of those very few people – who don't want any of that, but still want Netflix and Hulu and YouTube and all that. You can buy a 60, 60, I think it's like 60 or $70, uh, the old generation of Apple TV. They still sell it. Mm-hmm. It's for the baseline. So there you go. And, um, that's it. You know, you pay, let's see, 20, 25. Okay. The math, math leaves me, but I would say around about almost like 200 bucks. And that's a cable. Sometimes you can get cable that, that expensive. That's one time though. Uh, except for Sling, that's 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 monthly. But who doesn't mind paying twenty bucks for pre- basic high-profile cable mm-hmm. that goes everywhere, and then another what I would say about sixty bucks for your internet, and that's it. That's all you pay. Yeah. And then wow. Netflix. Yeah. It, it, you spend a lot first, but then you get a lot later. Mm-hmm. So it's worth it to me. I want to say thanks for having me on. It's been a kind of a kind of a tech, a kind of a nerd, blind nerd dream to be on him, and you and here I am. Yeah, <laughs> well, we're uh, glad to have you. Glad to I'm, have you. And before I forget, you mentioned giving out your contact information. If you wouldn't mind doing that. Uh, yes. Um, okay. So the best way to contact me is e- either of these: Twitter. Uh, my Twitter is at mkfreak1992, and my email address is uh, cublanco c. Letter C, letter U, B L A, N C O at gmail.com. That's how you get a hold of me. And you can find me on Vorail under my own name, Chad. And if you have me on there, and Roger as well. I use Roger a lot. I welcome any feedback you have or any questions. I will answer them honestly. It's, it's become a hobby of mine to just do research on cord cutting. Oh, Sounds wow. great. This is really cool. I'm glad we could get you on. And yeah, me too. I think this will be great for the audience. Well, thanks, Chad. Thanks so much. No problem. Now we bring you our roundtable discussion with the main menu team. 
Welcome everyone. In this segment, we have the entire main menu team here, and we are going to talk about two things. We have the Apple event, which has transpired a few days ago, and we have the VFO merger between AI Squared, Freedom Scientific, and Optilec, although Optilec was already part of that. I am your co-host, Jason Castingway. I'm the managing director, Larry Turnbull. I'm the other team member, Randy Rusnak. And I am the thorn among the roses, Janine Stanley, a.k.a. main menu team member. And I am Jeff Bishop. Should we start with Apple? Oh, let's do. So as your resident Apple fangirl, I am excited. The first time in a long time, I actually thought, you know what? I might actually do the public beta of watchOS and... I don't think I'm quite there for for Mac OS Sierra and for the iOS 10, but for the watch OS, oh yeah. Well, I think you're going to need to do iOS as well if you're going to do watch OS. Unfortunately, I think maybe so, and that's that yeah, scares think, me think, just a I, tad. <laughs> I think that the exciting thing out of WWDC this year is watch OS. Really, the enhancements that they have made in that operating system really have given us an entirely new watch experience. Seven times boost in performance for app load. And I've talked with some people who who have uh, had an opportunity to have a play, not to mention the fact that they showed this on stage even. So it's not even something that is even secret. They showed Mm -hmm. the huge responsiveness of apps on the watch now. It's really, Which really neat. I cannot wait for It's my major, major problem with the watch oh, right now. Too. And I, I love my watch, but yep. loading those apps takes forever. And it was maddening just on a recent business trip, trying to use different apps and la, 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 playing the Jeopardy song. And, you know, finally <laughs> they loaded. And <laughs> the other big thing is going to be the dock, because if you've ever searched for an app on that home screen, it will just drive you insane. And you can rearrange them until, you know, the cows come home and you'll still be flicking around trying to find them. And so having those few that I use all the time on a dock will be fantastic. Well, the other thing they've added is haptic feedback on the watch to tell time. This has been a complaint, especially before the Time Buzz app was released. Now we can get the time on the watch without having it speak. So if you're in a meeting, for example, you know, you don't have to interrupt people with your watch going, it's 3.58, you know. <laughs> and you don't have to turn voiceover off for this to no. happen, I would assume, if you set that particular watch face. Yeah, I think that's face. true. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, that's going to be exciting to see. Some of the other features I'm a little, you know, we'll see. The one, okay, call me weird, won't be the first time, scribble. I'm excited about Scribble. I hope it works like handwriting in iOS because I love handwriting. I use it to open apps and do things like that, and I'm just hoping Scribble works that way. Oh, and then the other thing that Jason and I were discussing is the Breathe app. And I think this one is going to be bigger than we think for a lot of us, and I'm, I'm hoping that they bring a sort of a version of this to the phone because Taking time to breathe is something, you know, yeah, we all kind of have to breathe, but (laughs) um, (laughs) sometimes it's that deep breathing that we forget to do. 
and especially if you're concentrating hard on your screen reader and someone on the phone and this and that, you can lock your jaw and press your lips together and totally forget to breathe and then you have a headache and you feel horrible. And so I'm just thinking this is going to be a really good thing. Right now it's an app for the watch that is going to walk you through a one minute to five minute deep breathing routine with haptic feedback which will I think be great. I'm wondering how it is going to work with voiceover though because you can look at the screen or you can do the haptic feedback but either way I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I don't even have an Apple Watch, and I think that's pretty awesome. Now, is it true that the iPhone, uh, I think starting with a 6S, they have haptic feedback, right? Yes, to a point. It's not quite as distinct as it is on the watch. In fact, I was trying to open the app switcher with it before I got on this call, and it was driving me crazy because <laughs> it wasn't quite hitting it in the right spot. But yeah, there is a, a small bit of haptic feedback on the S series iPhones, the 6S and the 6S Plus. So there is a little bit of that that goes, and it goes along specifically with 3D touch, which it sounds like there's going to be a lot more of, or a lot more things added to 3D touch in iOS 10. If you haven't played with 3D touch or you found it really maddening, um, you know, try to give it another shot. It takes practice. It took me a good two or three weeks to get it down, you know, to the point where I was satisfied with being able to use it. Yeah, here it's kind of like virtually pressing a button. So I'm excited to try it if and when <laughs> soon I hope to get a, a, a 6S. Yeah, it, it is sort of like pressing a button, although there's no, the haptic feedback isn't always immediate. There's a little bit of a delay to it. Once you understand what it is, you know, it, it makes sense. Initially, it's not quite the same as what they brought it to be, so it's, uh, it's kind of hard to describe. Now, I've heard with the notification center, it has been improved in iOS 10. There's a page just for multimedia which would be pretty cool. Um, there are improvements coming to Siri voices. I hear there's another edition, a couple additions to non-speaking English and to English as well. Uh, they're adding a new Fred voice. Oh dear. <clears throat> and I think there is another, another voice called Zoe, I believe, that oh, is yeah. coming okay. to one of the one of the OS systems that is pretty good. And I think Jeff, you had an article um, that we were talking about before we started recording here. We take a look at that. So there are a number of improvements in iOS 10 as well, and one of them, in fact, the person who is responsible for Treasure Trove right here on ACB Radio, Bruce Taves, will be very delighted about this. And this is the new pronunciation dictionary that's coming in uh, iOS 10 for voiceover. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, this is good. And apparently it's going to sync across to other devices. So, for example, um, the Apple TV will inherit the pronunciation rules that you, you define. So this oh, is uh, awesome. So, yeah, so this is really neat. There's a really great AppleViz article. Well, there's a number of them, actually. So head over there and, and take a look. There's AppleViz articles about the accessibility features. There's AppleViz articles that talk about the rundown of things that took WWDC and a lot more. So head over there and take a look. There's just so much that we really can't get into a 15-minute segment. Yes. Sure, and if you need a spelling on that, it's A-P-P-L-E-V-I-S dot com. 
And two of the big features I'm looking forward to are the integration with the Mac OS, iOS, um, I don't know if this goes over to TV and watch OS, I'm sure it probably does, Universal Clipboard. Oh, yes, that Copy would be nice. Copy something to the clipboard on your Mac, paste it into an email on your phone, vice versa. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. And for those who text message or for those who use them, the enlarging of emojis. And a feature that I love because I can never find the one emoji that I'm looking for in a certain time. And uh, yesterday I was on the plane and we had cranked all the air vents open because it was really stuffy and then it was freezing. And I was looking for a snowflake emoji and I couldn't find it. And in iOS 10, you will be able through the emoji keyboard, uh, I guess through some, through some mechanism of messages and other places where it's available to type a word. And then I'm assuming a little bubble will pop up and you will get the option to see an emoji related to that word or the act of emojification. <laughs> I yes. kid you not. And so we, we need to dub the next section of our little talk here, Mergification. I'm not sure if this qualifies yet as the biggest accessibility news of the year, but it sure right now is taking over this part of the year. So if you have not heard, just in case you have been vacationing or partying too hard after WWDC or just staying up listening to all the sessions that you can now hear, including the audio described video that is out there, we had a merger take place this week. And Jeff, you've and Larry, you guys want to elaborate on that a little bit? Well, the big merger is... Uh of course, many of you know Freedom Scientific was moved under the umbrella of the VFO group, and now VFO has purchased AI Squared, and as many of you know, some time ago AI Squared bought GW Micro, so now we have the screen readers and magnification programs under one group, uh, the magnification programs of course being Zoom Text and Magic, and the screen readers being JAWS and Windowize. And of course, Optilec is under the VFO group as well. So this could prove uh, interesting down the road, but I really don't see anything major happening in the real near future. It'll probably be three to five years before we see anything changing that would directly affect the consumer. Yeah, I think what we should do now is read the statement that Doug Joffrey put out to former GW Micro customers that are part of AI Squared that talks specifically about this. And I think it sums it up really nicely. Hello, everyone. I wanted to chime in here and give my personal thoughts to the bombshell release today regarding VFO, the parent company of Freedom Scientific and Optelic, acquiring AI Squared. And by bombshell, I don't mean a bad thing. I just mean it is shocking and unexpected news. I know this may seem scary to many people. I know that we have a great number of extremely loyal customers who may be feeling betrayed. There are lots of legit concerns and questions that I'm sure come to everyone's minds. But honestly, nobody knows the answers at this point. We are just starting the discussions internally of how best to take all our new resources, talent, products, etc. and meld them together to give the best customer experience. For the next six months or so, it will be business as usual.
After the six months, who knows at this point but I can guarantee the customers will benefit from the results. Nobody will be abandoned or taken advantage of, etc. I'm very impressed with John Blake, CEO of VFO. I truly believe John is in this for the customer. Personally, I'm extremely excited with the possibilities. Think about it, we now have all the best minds in this industry under one roof. Instead of us duplicating resources, we can combine them and innovate. Although Freedom has been our number one competitor since Dan and I started GW Micro in 1990, I've always had great respect for their engineers. Okay, I've had questions about their corporate leadership, a certain lawsuit comes to mind, smile, but that was a completely different leadership team. That was a different owner and a different CEO. Vector has an outstanding reputation. John Blake has shown great leadership and concern for the customer. Under this new leadership and available resources, I'm ready to take that and do whatever it takes to have the best possible solutions for our customers, for every low vision and blind person out there. People may be concerned about lack of competition causing innovation and quality to suffer. Nothing can be further from the truth. There is still plenty of competition out there, including free options, but we have the determination and drive, starting at the corporate level all the way down to provide the best quality products, hands down. Yes, this will take some time to prove but I'm hoping that everyone out there will give us that opportunity. Again, I'm putting everything I have into this venture and I wouldn't do that if I didn't believe in it. Regards, Doug. So, Larry, let's talk a little bit about convention. That's our next big adventure coming up for the main menu team. So, what are we what are we looking at this year at convention? What what are some of the things that people can expect to hear? Well, we have starting Saturday, July second. We will be streaming the Information Access Committee 411 workshop, like we have the last few years. Uh, they always have a lot of interesting things coming out in that workshop. I don't know what they'll be talking about yet this year, but I'm sure that'll be out in the program. You can check out the convention program by going to acb.org. And we'll also be hearing from the Resource Development Committee with the Easy Money Workshop. And we have a few other things, like the transportation workshop will be happening on Sunday, July 3rd. And just a number of things that uh, we'll be covering throughout the week of convention. I will be posting a list. We're still fine-tuning the list of things to be recorded and streamed. Hopefully we'll have this coming out by the end of uh, next week, being Friday, June 24th. And, of course, we've got uh, new sponsors this year that you'll be hearing from. Uh, Microsoft is one that we'll be hearing from during the week of convention. We'll be hearing from Uber, AFB, The Specular, Freedom Scientific, known as VFO now. (laughs) And just stay tuned and we'll be letting everybody know what will be coming out during the week of convention as we get closer. We do have some information about Uber and how to use Uber with your iDevice at convention and some convenient ways to use it coming up on main menu before convention for folks. 
And we are out of time for this week. Main Menu can be heard on ACB Radio Mainstream every Friday evening beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern and repeating every four hours until 5 p.m. the following day. You can hear it on your internet-connected device, grab it as a podcast, listen to it with ACB Link, or dial 605-475-8130. Send us feedback by emailing mainmenu at acbradio.org or interact with us on Twitter at Main Menu. See you next week. Thank you.